Jason Piperberg. Hey, everybody. It's Saturday night. Time for Microphones of Madness. I'm Rodney. And uh, over there is Steve. Hey. And joining us today, our special guest is Kim. Hello. Freeze Rebel Scum. <laughs> we originally were going to do Star Wars today. <laughs> you Rebel Scum. Freeze Rebel Scum. Uh oh. And there, well, we do have a stormtrooper, so there you go. There we go. Woo! Force Friday. On Saturday. And now I have a gun. All right. So, yeah, we were going to do Star Wars, but we decided to preempt Star Wars. I was not picking my nose there. I was scratching my mustache. It was a scratch. It was a scratch. <laughs> um, there was no pick. So, so we decided to preempt Star Wars once again for... Uh, for a look at a new comic book that has been making the rounds. It's an indie book. Uh, it's called Raising Dion, and it's by a gentleman named Dennis Liu. Uh, it's the story of a single mother raising her son who happens to have superpowers. And it's Kid Fest, as usual. It is. <laughs> We're getting a backup movie. Or upstairs. <laughs> Tonight, on a very special Microphones of Madness, we discuss what everybody's watching. Other um, than us. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because the, uh, the comic, I don't know how many people actually read the comic book. Really, the thing that's making people buzz is the trailer. The, right, the trailer. Um, it, one of the few projects that we've seen that has a good has a good uh, trailer setting up for the book, and a lot of the uh, there's woo Lily. Must be a, sorry about that. Must be a crappy card tonight. There is Ooh. no card tonight. That's the only reason I'm here. Oh, <laughs> damn! You brought it up. Oh, How am I gonna bring it up? Cold. I wasn't even gonna play the, the boxing card. But <laughs> I didn't. I didn't play the boxing card. I did. I, I, Steve I did. did. Steve did. Yeah. I was going to be like, yeah, I'm here. And he's like, yeah. He's like, ah, oh, must be no boxing tonight, eh? <laughs> no, 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 no. I said a bad card. Must Jeez, be a bad card. Here. Tonight on a very special Microphones of Madness. No boxing, we get Lily. If I had, oh, I do have a mic, but if I drop it, it'll boom. So. Let's not drop the mic. I'm not you know, I heard that eye roll all the way over here. <laughs> so yeah, there was there's the trailer for Raising Dion. Uh, yes. Very well crafted trailer. Uh, mm -hmm. Good acting, great pacing. I mean, it was a, a very short self con self contained trailer. It was almost a short film. It was, it, it really was. It, it normally with something like this, if I just saw. Oh, single mother raising a superhero. I, I might read it. I might not read it. It depends. I probably never would have heard of it. But the trailer made it sound like it was going to be the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, it's really well done. I saw that trailer and I said, you know what? Screw the comic. I, I just want the movie. Yeah, that, that trailer you know? has me sold for a uh, 
a series, not just the comic. Yeah, like this, this, that. I, I would buy it, buy it as a television series more than yeah. a feature league film because you know it, it seemed trailer, like if it was a that trailer is better than ninety percent of TV anyway. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and it's better yeah, than than most of the superhero films that are out there. Yeah. So, uh, and it's different. It's not the normal. Just superhero does X, Y, and Z. It's just a different point of view, which is nice. Well, it's, it's a different, different demographic, demographic as the characters as well, which is nice. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, we, it's 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 an African American female lead. She's a single mother. I mean, this is like the complete opposite spin of a lot of stuff that you see out of superheroes. Well, not just that. She's not just a stereotypical what you expect to see of a single female African-American mother, either. She's an intelligent woman. She was involved with an intelligent man. Right. She's an artist. Exactly. She's a little quirky. Well, you know, this is a little artist stuff. We're all quirky. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. Right. So, but... But when you get to the book, the book actually takes a slightly different spin. Uh, it does introduce us to several of the concepts that we see in the trailer, uh, particularly the uh, nakedness and invisibility power and the attempted theft of the iPad with mother vision. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're using telekinesis or you're invisible, but you put that iPad back down. Right. And he's, oh, how did you know? <laughs> yep. Well, there's no everything, right? But uh, you know, this the the one other important thing is that you know this series is the origin story of a of a hero from a completely different perspective. Most of the time, you would get a similar story as the origin told as a flashback or something like that, maybe five six pages in. Mm-hmm. Dion's, you know, from Dion's perspective. Dion saying, well, when I was a kid, my mother did blah, blah, blah. Right, right. But this this story is from his mother's perspective. Um, and her name is Nicole? Nicole, yep. Yeah. Okay, awesome. You know how terrible I am with names. <laughs> I'm sure she forgives you. <laughs> She's better, because she might turn her kid loose on me. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! He probably knows now. <laughs> Dion, don't blow a hole in the chest. So, so the book we actually get the the relationship between Nicole and Dion's father, how they met, and and you know the love story and the events. We don't want to give too many spoilers, right? But you know you get the events that lead to. How Dion acquired his powers, and that's really all you well, get in, the first, in those twenty-two pages. And it, it's a great setup for the rest of the series. And it really made me want to read more, find out more about Nicole, not necessarily Dion. Well, it's well based too, because it doesn't it doesn't tell you everything first issue. You just get a little bit of what happened. Right. Mm-hmm. You get you get the event, but it never, nothing's ever explained. And it's never actually determined that that is what gives him his powers to begin with. Yeah, it's hinted, but it's not said definitely that that's exactly how he got those powers. Yeah, you're, right. definitely, you're definitely making a lot of He could have been after his birth. He's like, 
you know, but, artists but we, the we writer know. might decide, no, that's not how he got him at all. We we <laughs> all know. We've all seen enough superhero comics and yeah, and it's pretty, pretty obvious. It's pretty yeah, it's probably that you know, it's a whole lot of gray area involved in right. Now now the the event was a nice combination of like. Uh, you know, the greatest American hero and the Fantastic Four and all of that kind of mixed in together into this one weird thing. An unexplained cosmic event. Right. There it is. In beautiful black and white. The comic is in black color. Color. The comic is in color. Uh, that's there's a lot of blues and it's very the artwork is very well done, I thought. Yes. The, the not only is the artwork done, but the the, the, the arrangement, the paneling, it, it's very well done. It, it looks. I don't know anything about the artist, um, other than he did this. His name is Jason Piperberg, but he. It looks like he had been doing this before. We'll just Google his name real quick. See if he's got. got any other credits. Yeah. Well, what did you guys think? I mean, you know, is this is this something you guys want to see continue on to issue two? Will you be picking up issue two? Yeah, definitely. I'll yeah. be looking for it. Definitely. I like how it gets away from the the old theme of it's always about the guy with the powers. Yeah, you it's know? been a long time since I've gotten into a superhero comic. You know, right. just the supers. Is most of them are pretty clear cut or have been going on for so long that the story is so GD convoluted. I don't care anymore. <laughs> uh, the kids are upstairs. You can you can say goddamn. I'm okay. trying to curb my profanity for my own use. Okay. That's <laughs> you right. know me. You know my well, mouth. <laughs> I, I know you. I know your mouth. And uh, you know, if you're trying to curb it, you can, you can curb it from any anywhere, but you don't have to curb it here. So. So like, no you know, pressure. It's not, it's not you. It's me. <laughs> Next oh, thing dear. I know, I'm gonna be talking to one of my great aunts, and I'm just gonna slip and drop an F bomb, and then she's gonna look at me like, "What did you just say?" I'm gonna like crawl out the door. I'm about well. to get a dear Rodney letter from from Lily. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my fault. Look who I hang out with. <laughs> They can't pull that card. My mother swore like a sailor, and my grandmother makes words in ways that I can only aspire. Hmm. So you want to learn how to cook pies from your grandmother. I want to learn how to swear like that woman can swear. <laughs> I like your grandmother already. She was amazing. <laughs> I didn't know those words went in those combinations. <laughs> hmm. I had to get my education from people like you guys. I grew up in a in a in a very conservative household. I technically did. My father has never cursed, or at least it never admitted he's cursed. I'm pretty sure he slipped a few words here and there. But my mother never tried to hide it. She tried to curb it every now and then when she's feeling particularly Christian to me. <laughs> and then we'd do something to piss her off. <laughs> Well, while Steve is no, I'm looking at his stuff, and it looks like he does a lot of covers. He has a comic book that he illustrates called Champions of Hara. Uh huh. Um, he's done covers for Mega Man. Mega Man. I'm assuming that's got to be the uh, 
let's the make US, it cool. Yeah, the 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 US version of it. Um, yeah, he does. He did a Hellboy variant cover or a redesign. There's a cool T-shirt he designed of a Rorschach as a squirrel. Curiosity declares I have to. So uh, his. It's uh, jasonpiperberg.com. All the chipmunks and birds will look up and shout, save us. I'll look down and whisper, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Rorschach impression, ladies and gentlemen. So it looks like he has some experience. He does a, a fine job. Oh yes, excellent. Did 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 he, did, he, did he do the coloring as well? Um, it just says arts and letters, so I'm assuming yes. Yeah, if they don't list the colors, he probably did them. Because yeah. that that is a very tedious process. So if somebody else did that, they would demand their name be on the book. Trust me. <laughs> very true. Very true. And you would know because, as your tagline says, you are a budding comic artist yourself. There you go. That's true, but we don't get colors with Lily's work. That's because Lily doesn't She's like the, colors. But, <laughs> but as you'll as you'll notice, we're all in black and white, and Lily's in color. <laughs> Lily was late and was like, I don't know how to do that, so I'm it's, not going to pop it. It's all about irony. That's that's what it's all about. That's all right. We'll, we'll teach you for next time. Yes. So yeah, so we're all looking forward to issue two of this book. We are. Um, can't wait. Yeah, if you go to, um, I think it's Raising V. If you just look up Raising V on, you can get to Lou's website, and yep. you can download um, actually, it from there. Actually, all the appropriate links are in the description of this video, whether you're watching it live or you're going to be watching it pre-recorded. Um, Yep, you can download the first issue as PDF for free. Yep. You can also uh, purchase hard copies. I believe it's from Indie Planet. Yeah, it's four dollars for a hard copy. So. Or a physical copy. I, yes. Yeah, I don't think it's hard cover. I think it's. No, no, no. It's a, for a comic book version of it. Right. Uh, also, the the video is on. On Mr. Lou's website, the video and, and you can see some of the other things he's he's directed, including a short film that was really good actually. I liked it, called Plurality. Mm -hmm. um, little a nice little dystopian sci-fi piece. Fifteen minutes doesn't take all that long to watch. Very good. I think it looks like the buzz that's created by the the promo video for the comic book is going to help him out in other sectors. I Kim had mentioned before that she wouldn't mind seeing this as a TV show mm -hmm. and I, I certainly wouldn't mind him directing a superhero television show. Even if it doesn't make it to TV, I'd like to at least see him get a chance to like, maybe produce it for YouTube or something. Yeah, yeah. to help him yeah. do that. YouTube yeah. is is got uh, is a good revenue. 
and yeah, there's a few other sites that work like YouTube that are donation-based sites that would uh, do justice for getting this to the masses. Yeah, if 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 Mr. Lou doesn't get a show, Machinima, if you're listening, make this happen. Yeah, we want you to. Plus, YouTube isn't under the yoke and thumb of the big corporate money-grubbing TV Hollywood conglomerate. No, there's a there's a there's a lot of people that that have got themselves into pretty good situations doing stuff on YouTube. That's true. Uh, I don't know, man. I just got a big fat check from 20th Century Fox. You like going in my direction? <laughs> yeah, because I have to now say that uh, Age of Apocalypse is going to be fucking amazing. <laughs> 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 Mike from the Madness does not endorse the opinions of Rodney Turner. <laughs> what are you talking about? Microphones of Madness is half Rodney Turner. <laughs> <laughs> the opinions expressed by microphones of madness does not necessarily reflect those on the panel. <laughs> <laughs> he would. I was a reality in general. I'll tell you, I wouldn't mind seeing that like on a Netflix situation. Yeah, Netflix would yeah, be another Netflix good choice too, and, and Netflix would probably be actually probably be the best choice if he, if he could get it. You'd have and more Netflix or, or Hulu. Yeah. I believe Hulu is creating originals Hulu. now. Yeah. Um, Amazon Even, does originals, as, yeah. as does PlayStation Network. But, you know, we'll, PlayStation Network's track record so far has not been... They, they've done one, and I think I was the only person who liked their show. Uh, <laughs> Powers was all right, but... I hate everything. So I don't know. Powers Powers was all right, but I don't think their, their effects budget is... Up to snuff with what we saw in that trailer. No, that's true. Mm -hmm. That trailer was excellently done. Yeah, no, and was... I'm sure you had to do it on a shoestring budget. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the really good part is it was mostly just in set in everyday situations, everyday settings, like like a home or walking in the park. Mm -hmm. You know? Very, very simple. And, and, and some basic CGI. Hopefully, and if most this of those series... effects can be pulled off with practical effects too, to where you wouldn't actually need a whole lot of CGI. There was yeah. only one effect really that was kind of hokey, um, and that's when he was in the shirt, when he like disappeared wearing his clothes. Yeah, and then reappeared. That was the only one that was hokey. Everything else was really, really good. Well, invisibility really is kind of a difficult hokey. power to power like, to add to make convincing. And not really kind of cheesy because. I mean, if you if you look back at, at the original Invisible Man, and then look at how it's been throughout the years, it really hasn't been that big a difference. <laughs> That's true. The yeah. best one was Ed Beagley Jr.'s um, interpretation of the Invisible Man. I'm always going to be partial to the original. From uh, Amazon Women on the Moon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching you. I'm not touching. Where am I? <laughs> I haven't seen that in so long. Oh my gosh. That's such a great <laughs> The screeching in the original is my favorite. The uh, the the maid slash hostess lady that runs the, the hotel he's staying in. Yeah. Her screeching is amazing in the original. <laughs> <laughs> kind of the, uh, 
for the time, that was probably really oh, creepy. Considering, considering how old that movie is, that is flipping impressive that they pull that off. Oh, yeah, and, and and definitely, you know, probably elicited a gasp or two from the audience just because I think if anything, that had never been a, done before. It's an right. indictment against us for not being able to do it better by now. <laughs> That's true, and everything looks photoshopped. Right, and that is just amazing because like, as limited as our technology is now in that aspect, they didn't have any technology to do that back then. Right, they, they, they were doing yeah. that by hand. Which I think is pretty much to it. I've always been a thirties or twenties, thirties I think. Yeah, I think Invisible really? Man was the thirties. Yeah. Oh, That's okay. It was during the it was during the Universal Studios heyday of monster films. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, Wait, I so we'll probably see see a remake coming soon. Yeah, nineteen thirty-three was when it was made. They're beefing those up. Boris Karloff was supposed to play the nineteen thirty-three. Okay. Karloff was supposed to be in that film as the Invisible Man, if I recall. And he balked at being in bandages most of the film, and then once he removes the bandages, he's not there. So it's like yeah, right. he's not actually in the movie. Instead of when he removes his bandages, he's a crusty old man. Which is amazing <laughs> considering that Karloff got got the uh got the Frankenstein gig because Bill Lugosi didn't want to not say anything. Because <laughs> Bill Lugosi was supposed to be the, the be Frankenstein and he's like, no, I have no words, no dialogue. I'm not doing this part. Hmm. That's how Karloff got that job. Well, when half your star appeal is in your voice, I mean, you got to do something. What sweet music they make. That sweet music they make. There. Welcome to that area. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. He could have been doomed. <laughs> and he would have worked for heroin, so. Richards! It would have been cheap. Really going to go down there, huh? Well, I guess since we're on the subject of uh, independent comics, have any of you read Empowered? We're talking about not quite normal superhero comics. Yeah, that's that's not one I've read. It is very good in my opinion. It's a it's a little cheesy to start with because it's a it's a lot of tongue in cheek humor. The main character is a superhero that isn't exactly good at being a superhero, and they purposely give her bad costumes and put her in situations where she's getting kidnapped and she's the, the, the damsel in distress, but she always manages to get out of it on her own. It's a, it's a little mature. It's been around for a while, it looks like. Yeah, it has. It's, it's really good. It's gotten pretty serious, actually, in the last, uh, towards the end of, since towards the later issues. But it's just a different look at it, because usually, you see, it, it, it's uh, playing with the idea of the female vixen hero, Mm-hmm. Except she's not as helpless as she seems like she is. <laughs> well, there, it looks like there's uh, nine volumes that have been collected so yeah, far. Yeah, it's good. I've read most of it. Okay. I uh, highly recommend it, but not for sure. Looks like yeah, that's going to take Horse. a while to catch up on. Published by Dark Horse, so. It's good. It's very good. Nice. It, it's, uh, it's done in a pencil style. 
So there's no no real colors except for like the occasional like I mean the covers are colored and everything, but the inside looks like it's standard pencil because it is standard pencil. <laughs> so just so you know, we're talking about in glorious black and white. Empowered. Abs of steel. She yeah, looks she, like her uh, suit's a little ripped up. Yeah, like I was saying, her suit. <laughs> her suit is built like they purposely gave her. Yeah, like I'm she's gonna, like the, she's like the, the kid. Like you know, in high school, you had that girl that the other girls pick on because she's pretty <laughs> and stupid. I'm just gonna get that off the old iPad in case Logan comes down. Yeah, no, yeah, he's not child friendly. <laughs> it's got a lot of adult situations in it. <laughs> Now, now, speaking of Vixen, we'll throw this out there as well in the last few minutes we have. Yes. Uh, have you guys been watching the Vixen series on uh, CWC? I have. No. Jim has. I have. Are you talking Jim about has. the little six-minute? Yeah, yeah, the little six-minute animated series. Yes. Yeah. Those are so not fair because I want more. <laughs> they're, 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 they're so not fair and, okay, you know, I would, after the first six minutes, I was ready. Okay, when's this show coming on CW? Right, when are they getting the right. Vixen? And- well, they're doing it smart. I mean, they're teasing you. They're seeing how many people are going to stick with it after two or three episodes. And then if, it, if they get enough hits, they'll probably make a show out of it. Because it's... Yeah, build, build up or, the fan base. Who do I need to write? Good. Or at least make it adapted as a story arc on... You know, one of one of the series. Yeah, who do I need to send a letter to saying, uh, "Yeah, we're sticking with it. Make the damn show." Uh, uh, Put something on Stephen Amell's Facebook page. Yeah, that's true. He's a he's a champion of things on the CW. Well, okay. yeah, and and he is partially responsible for getting our buddy John Constantine on Arrow. Oh, permanent. CW is is like the best thing happening to comic, or at least for DC. Yeah, maybe CW should take a shot at raising Dion. That could work. It'd be more apt to stay around longer than like three episodes on the CW if they did it. Yeah, he's got a shot, maybe. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Get your internet going and make this happen. And don't don't piss Kim off. No, uh-huh. don't. Oh, it's not helping. It's not wise. Yeah. <laughs> I would think that with the the how hot comic book properties are right now in film and television, and how this thing has created such a buzz on mm-hmm. not only on Facebook and the internet, but the Washington Post wrote an article about this trailer. Mm-hmm. Considering yeah. the buzz is getting, it's got a good chance of somebody. Right, and you know, you but we need the right somebody to do something with it. Because the worst thing that right. could happen to that would be that it ends up in the Constantine situation where NBC is like, "Yeah, we're gonna take it," and then do like two episodes. Like nobody's watching this. It's like, but you put it on a Friday night at seven. Nobody's at home to watch it. Right. <laughs> and you played the episodes all out of order. Right. It's like, why well, is a Halloween theme episode coming on two weeks after Halloween? Right. <laughs> because we miss Halloween so much. 
I don't yeah, see but... how you could miss Halloween. I'm going to Dunkin' Donuts, and there's pumpkin spice lattes, and it's oh, August. Yeah. Um, there's Halloween candy is already in the stores. There's... Costumes oh, are out at like yeah. Target. Are to miss. Do you know what? It's I have no problem place. with this because if I had to put <laughs> up with Christmas in my, like the day after that, the, the, November first, I have to put up with Christmas crap. <laughs> well, which means that Thanksgiving's coming out next week. No, Thanksgiving doesn't get a day anymore. It's like, yeah, it's that turkey. No. They don't actually put out stuff for Thanksgiving anymore. Right. Christmas. I mean, it's there's a rack of something. Yeah, Christmas season like, officially a, starts right. midnight, That's November 1st. Yeah. The only person who cares about Thanksgiving anymore is John Madden. And Garfield. And Snoopy. Mm, yeah. Well, yeah. Snoopy's pretty important. And and John Wayne. The Thanksgiving parade. I mean, that's pretty That's true. People people like that. Yeah, but what's the highlight of the Thanksgiving parade? Freaking Santa, Santa Claus. Yeah. What? It's not for me. It's right Snoopy. Here. It's the Snoopy balloon for me. <laughs> Never mind. I found them. It's it's popcorn and toast for Thanksgiving dinner. And jelly beans. Yes. And jelly beans. My apologies, Jelly Beans as well. I mean, Halloween's my... Every day is Halloween at, at the Turner House. As you've noticed. Might as well be here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's 10 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen. That uh, means we've eaten up a, an entire half hour. With awesomeness. Yes. Yeah. Raising yeah. Dion. Raising Dion. I'm, 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 Raising Dion, awesome. Check it out. Mm -hmm. Once again, all the links are in the description of this very video. Uh, also on our Facebook page, which is also linked in the video. Right. So, and remember, it's free to read. All you need is a computer or an iPad. Yep. Anything that'll read PDF. Well, now, yep. um, are all the issues going to be like that, or is it going to start going to pay only? You well, know, it's probably going to depend on how it works out for him. Yeah, he said on his website that the money he's getting for people who buy it is just going right back into producing the comic book. Right. And so, if you like it, buy it so you can get more of it. It's and as even simple if as that. You can't buy it, spread the word to somebody who can buy it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Definitely. In the immortal the word words anyway. of Ted Wally, Buy your own fucking copy. <laughs> did he did he say fucking or did he just uh, say buy copy? I'm putting words in his mouth. I'm sure. Uh, he said well, it. yeah, it's it's Ted. He probably said fuck a couple I'm of times. Sure, there was a swear <laughs> word in there somewhere. Yeah. That's just how it goes. And and remember that tea is the Jim Kelly of beverages. <laughs> <laughs> if if you don't like. Seriously, if, if you're sick of comics because superheroes are cliche, you've read all the DC, all the Marvel, even Image is getting to be a little bit redundant, but you still like comics, check out things like Raising Dion. Because the only way they're going to make more of the stuff that you like is if you buy it. Right. Yes. This is true. Well, that's all the time we have for this evening. Uh, go ahead and thanks for watching.
Thanks for watching. Remember, Monday, special. Dead light. Call Dead of light. the Thieves. You're showing it to the camera. You're not on camera. Oh. Ah. <laughs> there you go. Watch it. It's good. Yes, it is. Trust us. That's all right. Monday night, 9.30, will be a very special Labor Day edition of Monday Night Heroes. That's right, because nobody can make it but me and Rodney. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I might be recruiting I can make Logan. it. And Lily. I would, but I've already played it. So. Yes, we don't want spoilers. Right. Spoilers. All right, Shall well, we? say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, good night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys later. Cheers.